My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve a case. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stutton. And I'm producer Maria. Cool. Web Crawlers has a Patreon, and thank you guys so much for all the donations you have been making lately. To get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, etc., please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, and we have some new episodes which are going to be coming out like once a week uh, for a little bit. Yeah, so get excited for that. Also, please rate and review us on on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, screenshot and DM it to us, and we will shout you out on the podcast. We have some new reviews. Let's read them real quick. First one is from Ash Ketchup and Hot Sauce. Important. I would never do this, but I just heard the voicemail, <laughs> the infamous voicemail. Um, and uh, it just says, you rock, don't ever change. Thank you. Next one is from Stevie Cat, Mind Blown, five stars. When you turn on a podcast, you secretly hope it's something different that holds your attention for more than five minutes. I rarely find something as original as this podcast. That's for sure. Allie, Melissa, and Maria make the best trio, and having something to listen to that makes me giggle, snort, laugh is unmatched. Five stars for Bigfoot Erotica and Maria's demon voice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, next we have from Sue, please five stars. Ladies, I need an Allie's crematorium t-shirt, crop top, hat, pin, anything really love you all. Um, so thank you for those uh, five stars reviews. We really appreciate that. You've also got some supporters, some new supporters. Oh, tell us, lay it out. Well, Renee said she sent you a message via Instagram expressing my gratitude for the three of you. Messages from Feel the Love. And she gave you guys $25. Oh, my God. Toledo. Thank you. Oh, my God. And then Magneto Girl um, (laughs) said this is for the live-in show. And and that was $3. 
thank you. That's so nice. I guess you didn't trust just sending it to my Venmo, but okay. Um, <laughs> and we made we made like a hundred bucks uh, on the live show night. So thank you guys for that. That's amazing. Um, also, Erios has a hotline. Uh, insert jingle here. Six two six six zero four six two six two. Erios. Thank you, as usual, for all of your uh, voicemails. We'll play them on our mailbag. And then finally, we have a new Discord, Webcrawlers Pod, yeah. and it's been so fun so far. Yeah, we have like over 100 members. Everyone's chatting away, made different rooms. It's a fun time. On our Instagram and Twitter, there's a link to the Discord. So you just click on that and you join and you can chat with other listeners. There's someone who has the username Allie's Glass Eye. <laughs> and... <laughs> private message me because i want to just actually it says there's two listeners my my guess is that it's one who messed up and like did it twice but if there's two message me because i just want to see what's up melissa i love it melissa i love to be roasted it helps me grow melissa um who are our new (laughs) who are our new patrons we have ivan heather r alexa s ninachka j Shayna W, Jillian L, Yvette L, Katie C, Landon G, Nicole, and Elizabeth G. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining uh, the team. We love you guys so much. We love all our patrons and uh, we love everyone who listens. Can I, I'm gonna We're a big family. Ask this. Now I'm looking at our chartable, um, you know, just seeing where yes. we're tr- trending. And South Korea and Russia, but Russia too. You guys are in the top 100 of Apple oh. podcasts within those places. So if anyone's listening from South Korea or Russia, I'd love to hear from you um, yeah. and, and just know like, what's the vibe over there? Why is web crawlers just sweeping the, 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 those is, countries? Are people out in the streets chanting our names? Like, what's going <laughs> on? Yeah. It seems like. I mean, number 76 in true crime in Russia. I mean... Well, I am Russian. That's probably why. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Number 58 true crime in South Korea. I mean, that's... That's crazy, well, We got to do a Korean mystery episode soon. I think yeah. we have a couple. And a, and a Russian mystery. Yes. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> okay. <laughs> Niet. Um da niet. Hold on. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. Are you going to say something in Russian? You betcha. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. Oh, it's in like like Russian. It's in the letters. You got to translate it's it. It's in the Russian a... alphabet. Why didn't it do it phonetically? You got to translate that to English. But then it will just be in English. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like it give I wanted to say I love all of our Russian listeners. Thank you so much for listening. But then it did it to the Russian alphabet. Like is oh. it can it do it phonetically? Do you know what that means? No, Maria, what does that mean? Bigfoot's penis. Penis Snezhnova Chileka. Bigfoot's penis. All right, all right. So let's get into our episode of today. And we actually have a really big guest who I'm super excited. This is the first guest who I've reached out to and who has actually uh, responded to my email. Yeah. So headed in the right direction so far. <laughs> our episode today, Melissa, what are we What are we getting into? So today we're talking about the flat earth. Should we play a song before we before we get into it? We should play one of the raps. Yeah, let's play a rap. By the way, just as a disclaimer, um, I think the earth is round. Me too, Maria. Maria? I I think oh, Mark boy. might have some really valid oh, boy. points. What, well, who's to say? <laughs> Maria. <laughs> okay, so today... We're talking about the flat earth. So the idea that the earth is flat has gotten some renewed interest lately. The last time this idea was popular was back in the 19th century. And for whatever reason, the idea has picked up steam again. So what do flat earthers actually believe and why do they believe this? And how is it related to Christianity and creationism? Let's get into it. And instead of the web crawlers theme song, we're going to give you, we found some flat earth wraps. Yeah, we have to, who, who is this by? Who is this by? We this should credit is it. Delano Edwards. 
The song title is One Billion Percent Flat Earth Proof. <laughs> and it's, I really like this song. This is, I've been singing it all night. Here it is. Beat the mate, the mate, the Look, scientists say we got here from the Big Bang. But scientists, y'all can suck on my big thing. Y'all say gravity exists. This. Bullshit. If it's heavy, it's gonna fall just like dropping the bricks. Suck I'm my gonna tell y'all motherfuckers that the earth is flat. It ain't no motherfucking ball. How the fuck you believe that? Do you like that? But do you like that or Alley Time better? Oof. It's a toss up. Both are very. Both have a lot to say in them. Both are very. That is true. Make bold statements. Yeah. Oh no, Maria! What was that? Vo- what was that face you just made? Some someone was yelling outside. <laughs> Maybe it was a flat earther. <laughs> it's a glow, bitch. It's a dome, bitch. Um. So, Melissa, what is the flat Earth theory? Okay, so flat earthers believe the Earth is a flat disk with the Arctic Circle in the center, and Antarctica hmm. is actually a 150 wall of ice around the rim. Interesting. So they say NASA employees guard this ice wall to prevent people from climbing over and falling off. Like falling off into where, though? Into space. So the Earth is flat and then like space is around it? Yes. And then another theory is that some flat earthers believe that the Earth is encased in a huge hemispherical dome, like snow globe. So it's either just flat, yeah. there's an ice wall, or there's a dome. Those are well, like the we two are main... in a snow globe. We're in a little kid's snow globe in the true. future. <laughs> that's true. In a simulation. That's what I heard. That's the main theory that I heard. But I also think the ice wall is in that in that snow globe theory that like it's flat okay so it could be yeah that it's flat and then there's an ice wall around and then there's a globe on top and then there's a globe on top of it like the truman show or like a or a planetarium or a snow globe biodome but then the question is like okay and then like on top of the globe on top of the snow globe it's like that's where like the stars and like the constellations or everything just on top of this globe But then it's like, okay, so then like, who's controlling the globe? Like, how, who put the globe there? How did the, like, what is the globe made of? Like, what is that all about? Like, I'm confused. Like, is that God? Like, did God put it there? Well, we have, we we can ask Mark. We can ask Mark. Yeah, I I have a lot of questions for Mark. (laughs) Sorry for interjecting. (laughs) Yeah. I have no questions for Mark. I get it. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so flat earthers explain the Earth's day and night cycle by claiming that the sun and moon are spheres measuring 32 miles across. So the sun and moon are balls and that they move in okay. circles around the North Pole and that they are 3,000 miles above the plane of Earth. So they're just up there circling this disc. Who figured all this out? Like this just seems like this seems like a lot. Figured it out figured it out yes. maria that ma- that makes it seems like it's true yes There's, we get into the history of why okay. this happens all right so they say that the stars are 100 miles above the sun and the moon mm-hmm. so the stars are all up there so they say the sun and the moon operate like spotlights and illuminate different parts of the planet in a 24-hour cycle it's <laughs> <laughs> It is. But then what about eclipses, you ask? How do you explain eclipses? Well, flat earthers believe there must also be an invisible, quote unquote, anti-moon that obscures the moon during lunar eclipses. Like there's something that 
flows in front of the moon to make it look like it's a circle i mean for uh, this is so confusing like flat earth is like more confusing than it just being a globe with gravity yeah so they don't believe in gravity they think the earth is accelerating up to give the illusion of gravity like they think this flat disc is flying upwards just into nowhere and that's why things fall that's why there's gravity that's how they explain they don't think gravity exists they think we're just moving up and that's and that's why like if i like that's why that would fall when i drop it well what what um what what's pushing it up i don't know there's no explanation nasa god (laughs) i think well this is why it ties into creationism and christianity because a lot of this has to do with which we'll get into a little bit later but do you have corona no i don't this is how i this is how i (laughs) this is how you go (laughs) talked about the flat earth (laughs) lived how i how i loved so anyway what's underneath the earth (laughs) so most flat earthers believe it's just a bunch of rocks they think photos of earth from space are photoshopped they think gps devices are rigged to make pilots think that they are flying in straight lines around a sphere when they're actually flying in circles above a disc and so the motive for why government would be hiding this is not clear, but most of them think it's for financial reasons. That's what they all say. But the first photos from space were in what? The 50s? 56 or whatever? There was no Photoshop <laughs> then, right? 56 when we went to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> when did we go to the moon? <laughs> 1969. <laughs> Maria, don't be gross. <laughs> they could have done it manually they could have they you know there were fake pictures back then like those fake ghost pictures and stuff like that yeah they kind of like drew them okay continue continue so there's also there's also a flat earth conference an annual flat earth conference and the most recent one was attended by more than 600 people wow so flat earth ideas are based on Yes, <laughs> I I watched a national. <laughs> I I watched on National Geographic YouTube this morning that like eighty percent of adults obviously think that the Earth is a globe, which seems Only to me low. Well, wait, and like sixty percent of like ki- like kids to people in their twenties think that it's a globe. <laughs> Only that Only seems 60- low. Only sixty percent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a really like it's sixty percent. That's that's too low for my well being. Yeah, can't. I mean, like that's why I'm saying like this started off as like a movement where maybe it's you know funnier and like oh these people are a little like yeah off. But th- I mean, this is getting bad. Like it's getting bad. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. So flat Earth ideas are based on basic scientific misunderstandings that can be easily refuted. For most people, mm-hmm. even those who have no physics background, the the evidence that the Earth is round is obvious. And many flat earthers are more invested in the idea of a conspiracy than in providing a workable model of a flat Earth. Like they're more like really into this conspiracy than like actually thinking about how it actually works. Yeah. And so they have a very low standard of evidence for what they want to believe. But they have an extremely high standard of evidence for what they don't want to believe. You know, like they need yeah, so, many, so much proof that the earth is round. But when it comes to the earth is flat, when someone says like, oh, yeah, it's just a disc with a glum. They're like, OK, yeah, I believe it. They don't want to believe that the earth is round. And totally. a lot of flat earthers also believe that the government controls the weather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to read the note that I added to the doc? <laughs> Well, Allie had a note that says, I think I can control the weather. I really think I do. (laughs) I honestly think I can control the weather. When I was little, like, I said said to my mom, I was like, every time I'm sad, it starts to rain. And, like, when I'm happy, it's sunny out. And then my mom was like, maybe you're just sad because it's raining. And then you're happy when it's sunny out. Was that when El Nino was big in LA? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I swear to God, like, I think... I think I can control the weather and I can't get into it more than that. <laughs> we'll get into it later. I can't justify it more than that. I just think I can. Okay. That's all we need. So photos yeah. of skylines are often cited as proof. They often use a photo of Chicago from Lake Michigan that shows the skyline 60 miles away. They say that you shouldn't be able to see the skyline if the earth is round. 
but you should because it's not that far away. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's okay. So when asked about why planes don't have to refuel when flying from Antarctica to New Zealand, because if the earth was flat, they'd have to fly tens of thousands of miles. And so a flat earther said, refueling planes could be a giant hoax to stop us realizing that the earth is flat. Like any sort of reasoning they just think is a hoax. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Okay, so when did we actually discover that the earth was round? Ancient Greek philosophers traveled to Egypt around 300 BC and saw new constellations, so they assumed that the Earth was round, meaning if you can't see it, if the Earth was flat, you'd be able to see all the constellations from one set location. Right. So if you if you move locations and you see something new, that means that the Earth is spherical. Mm-hmm. It, it changes shape so you can see new things from different points. Um, they also measured shadows. And of course, photos from space prove that the Earth is round. We've known for over 2,000 years this kind of actual scientific proven information. So um, I sourced some facts from uh, the website Popular Science. Uh, since the Earth is rotating, um, the consistent oval shadow it produces in each and every lunar eclipse proves that the Earth is not only round, but spherical. Absolutely, utterly beyond a shadow of a doubt, not flat. Sure. And uh, the scientific experiment for this is the Foucault pendulum. Probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, shadows. If you stick a stick in the ground, it will produce a shadow. The shadow moves as time passes, which is the principle for ancient shadow clocks. If the world, if the world had been flat, then two sticks in different locations would produce the exact same shadow. Then one of our favorite, uh, subjects, time zones. This can only be explained if the world is round and rotating around its own axis. It's been time zones this whole time. Wow. Time zones this whole time. Also, because another interesting thing, like, I don't know how flat earthers explain time zones, but when I was emailing with Mark, he asked me what time zone I was in. So, like, he acknowledges We got him. We got him. Yeah. So you can see the curve of the earth from an airplane. According to a 2008 paper in the Journal of Applied Optics, the Earth's curve becomes suddenly visible at an altitude of around 35,000 feet, as long as the observer has at least a 60-degree field of view, which may be difficult from a passenger plane window. So this always this experiment doesn't always work when you're flying because it has to be at a certain right. degree field. Um, the curvature becomes more readily apparent above 50,000 feet, Passengers on the now-grounded supersonic Concorde jet were often treated to a view of the curved horizon while flying at 60,000 feet. So while on a normal, yeah, while on a normal airplane ride, you might not always be able to see the curvature of the Earth. And in fact, uh, the Flat Earthers did an experiment where they brought a level onto an airplane. I watched that. Did you see that? And they were like, if it stays level, then that means the Earth is flat. And it did stay level. So they were like, okay, the Earth is flat. But you might not always be traveling on the curve, like be traveling. He was on a, on a flight that was like an hour long, too. Like he wasn't yeah. going far. If you're going across the world on like a flight from a different totally. country, it, it'll it'll move. And also, like a lot of these experiments are not taking th- other things into account, yeah. like the distance that you're going, like wind factor, you know, um, light and things like that. So. Um, you know, like how high in the air you are, um, the horizon. So, um, if you are traveling at sixty thousand feet on this Concorde jet, you are able to see yeah, like uh, the, the Virgin of the Earth. Galactic or like the new airplane where you can like go into space. Like those people probably can see the horizon. Yeah, but then the flat earthers are probably like, that's a hoax. It's a picture. You're probably they put on a ride. In place of the windows. It's just a picture. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like you're on. Dis- you're in Disneyland. Yeah. So does Craig, does Craig want to come in real quick and talk about the earth at all? Or should we just keep going? Hey, Craig, could you come explain to us why the earth is round? (laughs) Oh, we can use Craig's Corner's music. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Craig's Corner. Craig's Corner. it to us like we're idiots 
<laughs> Hello, Craig. Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I, I assume why it's round is be- has something to do with when debris is orbiting around Earth. I would think over, I would like if there's like rocks, like odd shaped rocks, once they get into an orbit around the sun, you know, they're, they're consistently orbiting right at a certain mile an hour and everything and they're slowly getting closer like we are you know closer to the sun and over you know billions of years i would imagine that orbit and that rotation on the axis causes almost like a sandblasting effect with debris in space Uh uh, and it kind of pummels the earth's surface or planet's surface until they inherently take on on a round spherical shape because that's the most ideal shape to be in while orbiting something like that, right? You know, because you're going to, oh, yeah. if you spin something and, and it's got the gravitational pull of the sun at the same time, everything basically will get into a spherical shape. That's what I, I, th- I don't even know if that's correct, but that's, that's what I would assume. Is the Earth flat or is it round? Well, I, I think it's pretty obvious that it's, uh, well, spherical, I think it would be the, do they say round? I mean, I think it's a sphere. The I mean, that's their argument, right? They say, round. well, no, it's not round. Why can't it be flat? Well, as I was saying before, I don't know what the, the flat earthers uh, theory is as to why gravity works and all that. But how I understand gravity is from that pull of Earth toward the sun and of us rotating on our own axis that creates basically centrifugal force which would cause you to pull toward this like basically us on earth standing on earth earth is trying to pull us to the center that's -hmm. what gravity is earth is trying to pull us to the core so basically that's the same as like the sun trying to pull earth to the core you dig yeah that's my that's that makes sense i'm gonna ask mark about what he thinks about gravity yeah well here's the question i would ask him this whole thing can be solved by all these flat earthers just renting a boat and going to the edge of it. Because Na- they say NASA is preventing them. They have guards that won't let you pass. Oh, get on the boat and then take a picture of these guards. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. You can go to Area 51 and get within like 10 miles of it, and there's guards that say, we'll, we will yeah. shoot you if you go any further. Give me a picture of the guards. Go, get, cl- get close to it and then get a drone and fly the drone as far as you can go. Yeah, I mean, yes. come on. Now you're thinking like a flat earther. Well, but this, well, this, the flat earth thing. I mean, hey, I, you guys know me. I'm up to discuss the wackiest shit out there. <laughs> like, I'll entertain anything. All right, I'm I, if, right. Well, he'll try to. <sighs> anyway, these was was what's her name? The first first uh, person to fly around the globe. Earhart? Amelia Earhart? No, Lindbergh was the first, right? Oh, Lindbergh, he flew, yeah. I think it was the first solo flight. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And then I think Amelia Earhart did it, Yeah. right? Yeah. But, and you know, and then Howard Hughes did, and it's like, how do you explain, like, these people weren't even considering, like, the flat earth thing back then. And, like, it, it is, I mean, unless this, I mean, they must have, you know, the flat earthers must have an explanation for, why Howard Hughes took off from New York or wherever it was and then re you know stopped in different countries along the way and then ended up back in New York you know like he flew around the globe it's not they claim the government is controlling GPS to make it seem like you're going to these different places they have an they have an explanation for everything it's I mean they really do yeah uh, there was there was there was one video I think it's pretty famous like in the flat earther debunking uh, world there's actually a, like a world of people who just debunk flat earthers and that's it was a guy who which seemed the most logical thing he put a sensor like so many miles away and then had a, a, a like a beam to like a laser light to it yeah this was in the behind the curve documentary okay oh okay and then and then the guy like but panics- he was a flat earther uh, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was trying to prove it was flat. And then he yeah. he kind of like was like, oh, uh, and he disproved himself. <laughs> yeah, he disproved himself. There must be something wrong. There must be something well, wrong. He didn't care, though. Yeah. But, yeah. But like, just like the it has to do with like projecting a straight line over the horizon. And if it yeah, was, they if did there, that. It wasn't. but I mean, so do they think 
the moon is like because uh, I've heard I've heard wacky shit to where they say the moon is like a projection. Yeah, they think it's like a ball that's like controlled by the government that just moves in circles around but, the sun. But there's there's like ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs that show the moon. Yes, like, what, there are. What were they do- like? Yeah. I mean, you guys want to get crazy? There's ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs that show UFOs too. Seriously, Uh-oh. like discs, like discs with light coming out of them in the, like right near the pyramids. Ancient alien shit. I don't know about that. Whatever that is, but um, <laughs> but but I mean, have you seen those hieroglyphics or how they call hieroglyphs? Yes. Yeah, I've seen them. They're called ancient emojis. <laughs> no, no. All right, bye, Craig. Wait, that's it. <laughs> I, I go out on ancient emojis. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well. Fine. It, I mean, there has to be a way to get a boat, or so they're guarding both edges of the. All, all, well, all. yeah. Well, hold on, wait. Find yeah, it's out. Not a square. It's a it's round, a round disc. It's a flat. Okay, so disc. it's a disc. It is a disc. Yes. So and then that's how they. Can, it's a, so that's how they explain circle. what uh, the moon can be, and it's a planetarium. Yeah. Truman Show. It's a, it's a yeah. biodome. Yeah. Have you have have you guys ever seen Saturn through a telescope? Yes, I have. Yeah, is that not the no. freakiest thing you've ever seen? It's cool. I mean, it looks it looks like a draw. Like <laughs> when you see Pitt, you're like, oh, that's watch just- out, Melissa's gonna steal your man. Well, I'll tell you what. Here, <laughs> when you look when you look at Saturn through a telescope, your first reaction will be, get the fuck out of here. It looks fake. It looks like a drawing. It really does look it like does. a drawing. You can't. I would. I went to Griffith Park, and and they, you know they have they have telescopes set up mm-hmm. all on the lawn, and you go from planet to planet, and they go, oh, this is Saturn. Oh, Saturn. I'll check it out. I'm like, come on, that's Saturn. You can't believe it. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> dude, you can see the rings and like the lines in the rings, and it's, it's just crazy. Cool. It's it really is crazy. I don't know what this has to do with flat earth, but I guess you'd have to explain, <laughs> well, where's that backside of that ring going, dude? Right, right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. The, in closing, I'm sure many people have a better explanation for, <laughs> although I think it was Einstein's whole theory, the best way to explain the universe is picture holding a bed sheet and then putting a giant ball in the middle of the bed sheet, Right. And it creates, mm-hmm. it kind of like pushes down on the fabric, right? And the fabric is like what our universe is. And then if you spin like a bunch of marbles around it, they will all spin around and they'll eventually make their way to the center. That's oh. how you can visualize what is going on in the galaxy. Huh. I like that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it really does make sense like that. And so, yeah, so like the, the whole, the whole theory is like that, that the galley galaxy itself is like a flat sheet and then everything is like on that sheet and if you think about that and like how things react to it that makes sense because gravity pulls things toward it right Mm -hmm. and if it's on like a sheet then anything heavier next to something is going to pull the smaller object toward it yeah that makes sense anyway so that apparently that's what the universe is like but anyway you have to look that up all right bye ladies (laughs) thanks craig thanks craig welcome to our joe rogan podcast where we (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, well, to continue some flat earther arguments. Um, so flat earthers aren't simply uh, ridiculous or dismissible. Uh, in fact, their beliefs can be quite dangerous. I wasn't laughing at you. He thought he thinks now that I'm laughing that we're laughing at him. I love that we were talking about flat earth and then all of a sudden we're talking about hieroglyphic aliens. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's my Craig's for corner you. for you. That's you never know. Craig's corner is a loose Just cannon. Grab back. Who um, knows? Uh, so <laughs> he's still going on about the earth. Oh, my God. Flat earthers are a growing movement. Many deny climate change. They deny evolution. Some are anti-vaxxers. They reject science. So what happens when a conspiracy like this truly snowballs? If a flat earther becomes a government official, uh, if it starts being taught in school, if we eventually get a flat earther president? Well, there are people who are in QAnon who have been elected to government. That's fucking scary. So that's why like this stuff, it's like funny and like in jest, but also it's like, but it, there's an interesting part of that flat earther documentary on Netflix, which I suggest everyone watch, where it's like, the scientist says you can't really fight with these kind of people. It's more productive to. Yeah. If you do have a scientific background, which obviously I do not, I won't speak for you two, um, <laughs> to, to, if you have that kind of background to hear their opinions and then try to like inform them of the correct way of thinking or, you know, the yeah, real. That's why you can't like dismiss conspiracy theorists. You can't just yell at them and be like, you're a fucking idiot. You're fucking stupid because that just pushes them even further, further to the yeah. edge. Yeah, so just kind of be like, okay, well, what if you were to think of it from this perspective? Yeah. Or how do you, you know, like, how could you dismiss this kind of evidence? Or does that seem realistic? You know, yeah. so it's just, but uh, anyways, if you listen to Flat Earther arguments, they all include a form of what they call science. They're not opposed to reading and learning. They're not anti-intellectual, but they are pseudo-intellectual. They say they appreciate science and research, but they reject all data that negates their belief that the Earth is round. And this is obviously 2,000 years worth of scientific data. Uh, their arguments tend to appeal to intuition and common sense. So they'll be like, do you feel like you're on a spinning ball right now? Yeah. Are you a monkey hurling through space? And it has also become a kind of like shareable Facebook meme movement. So, you know, if it's it's like a picture of flat earth and then like 30 people share it and then that becomes yeah. the knowledge that it's like, you know, Facebook information yeah. where they're just that's where they're uh, absor absorbing a lot of their content. One question that I'm so th they think that NASA was found was found. Oh, this is where I got that 1950 that 1915 number. NASA, they Mark says that Na Mark thinks that NASA was founded in 1958 to keep this all under wraps oh okay so why would they want to keep it under wraps i don't understand what's the point of well i don't you, it's know. there's no like when you ask them they're like oh it's financial reasons so they can control everyone to keep them in the dark but like control them to do what exactly is what i'm confused right. about you know it all probably goes back to like reptile reptilian yeah. weird like Illuminati people. Yeah, it's all sort of connected. Also, I'm like really confused about this like giant planetarium, like who put the dome on top and like who controls who yeah, controls who the lights. Who created this dome? <laughs> who Yeah. How, what is it made? It's just so many questions. It's made of cheese, you idiot. The moon is made of that cheese. Oh my god, cloudy and a chance of meatballs. Exactly. My friends. Meatballs, cheese. Mmm, the universe uh, sounds good. Fruit roll. It's the fruit roll <laughs> material that's like on top of, but it's oh hardened. My God, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sick, man. So, how did this flat earth theory start and how is it related to Christianity? So, the idea initially surfaced in the 1800s as a backlash to science. So, people wanted to take the Bible literally, but science was disproving it. 
So one of the earliest proponents was 19th century English inventor Samuel Robotham. He was a Christian, and he said astronomy was bullshit. He said teaching the Earth is round is like teaching atheism. One of the main reasons the flat earthers believe there's this flat is because the Bible says it is. It does? Where? Well, Revelation says, quote, Then the stars of the sky fell to the earth like green figs falling from a tree shaken by a strong wind. They cite that verse and they ask, Well, if the stars are larger than the earth, like science teaches us, then how can the stars fall onto earth? Oy vey. And then another question they ask is, If the earth is round, how could Jesus be taken to a mountain and shown all the kingdoms of the world? Like, they take that literally. As he went to this mountain, he saw the kingdoms. Well, the world wasn't fully populated yet. It was probably just like the kingdoms in his city. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if someone took me to Laurel Canyon and then was like, there's Silver Lake, there's Echo Park. I just and feel like a lot of like Atwater. Bible like like purists should just take a creative writing class. You you know yeah. cuz like I don't think they understand that there there's such thing as like Yeah. They're called Bible like literalists. They have a name. Yeah. People who take it literally. It's so weird. Did you ever see that doc? Sorry to interrupt. Did you ever see that documentary by that guy um where Warren he talks Spurlock. to all <laughs> supersize me? Supersize oh, me too. Maria. No. <laughs> that guy. Which Michael guy? Moore. Louis Thoreau. Uh, bowling for no. David Ferrier. No. No, guys. Hold Dark on. tourist. Religiosity. Religiosity. Oh, um, what's his face? Bill Maher? Yeah. Did you see that? I don't oh, love I Bill Maher, but I heard it was oh good. Oh my God. It's a really, it's actually a really great doc huh. about like fundamentalists. Oh, interesting. He goes to like a creationist, uh, a creationist like adventure park. Oh, that's funny. It's like Disneyland for creationists. And like instead of like Snow White, it's like Jesus and Mary are walking around and like all the rides are. Yeah. (laughs) Here's this kid that died at 33 and his mom. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you want a a picture? (laughs) This kid who died at 33 and his mom. Yeah. And his dad and his adopted dad or his, his oh, adopted no. dad. <laughs> oh, no. So the Bible also says that the moon is one of the quote unquote great lights that God made on the fourth day of creation. So the flat earthers always ask, well, how does the moon continue to be bright at night, even though science claims it's supposed to reflect light off the sun? So they think that the moon is just this light that can turn on and off. When when in reality, it reflects light off of the sun. But they're like, mm-hmm. no, it's a light. It has a light switch. Oy vey. But the Bible actually says that two lights were created together, but it does not precisely say they each produce light, only that they provide light. So the Bible even says they provide light. So the leader of the 20th century movement, Lady Elizabeth Blount, said the Bible was the unquestionable authority regarding the natural world. She argued that one could not believe the earth was a globe and also be a Christian. Well, I b- yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So then in 1956, there was the Flat Earth Society. So the Flat Earth movement actually died down in the early 20th century, but then it was revived in 1956 as the Flat Earth Society by Samuel Shenton. And he based his theory upon what he called common sense and personal observation. When people showed him pictures of the Earth taken by satellites, he claimed the photos were fake. And he and the members of the society said that those who disagree with them are part of a conspiracy to keep the truth about the Earth hidden. And, fun fact, the leaders and members are mostly white men of well, this flat obviously. Earth society. Yeah. Who do they think staged the moon landing again? Like, who do oh, they think directed it? Um, Stan- Stanley Kubrick. That's not our butter. Um, and then there's the Behind the Curve documentary on Netflix. It follows a few flat earthers like Mark Sargent, a.k.a. King of the Flat Earthers, who we're going to be interviewing soon. So exciting. He's really big on YouTube. In the documentary, he lives with his mom. Uh, He posted a flat earth video in 2015 that blew up. So that's when he became like this big proponent of flat earthers. And then it also follows Patricia Steer 
who's like a big flat earther YouTuber slash podcaster woman. And it talks a lot about how biblical literalists and creationists are also flat earthers. And then one person in the documentary, this guy named Bob Nodal and his pals set up this ring laser gyroscope to prove the earth is flat. And if the earth spins 360 degrees every 24 hours, then every hour it should move 15 degrees. And so if this gyroscope is mounted anywhere on Earth, it will drift 15 degrees every hour if the Earth is round. And it uses gravity to determine its orientation. But what they found when they turned on the gyroscope is that it was indeed picking up a drift of 15 degrees per hour. Whoa. And so there's like footage of them like at this like flat earther party. And they hear Bob saying to his friend, he's like, well, obviously we were taken aback by that. Like we were not willing to accept that. And so we started looking for an easy way to disprove that it was actually registering the motion of the Earth. He said it was being moved by, quote unquote, heaven energies. So then they got this large tube to put the gyroscope in to shield it from any outside energy. And it still drifted 15 degrees. But like they won't accept it. They're like, there must be something. Something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we were talking about like when you go into something with an agenda, that's not science. Yeah, it's not science. And so at a flat earth meetup, Bob is talking about the gyroscope experiment. And he says to another flat earther, he says, if we dumped what we found right now, it would be bad. It would be really bad. We don't want this to blow up, you know, when we've got $20,000 in this freaking gyro. What I told you is confidential. So like he tells another person, like they've invested so much money that like they don't want to be wrong because they want to have get their money's worth, you know? Yeah. Um, so then they totally disregard those results and set up another experiment with a laser. This is what Craig is talking about. Yeah. And this is the ending of the documentary. Yeah. Uh, they set up two boards that are exactly the same height from water level, cut holes in them and point a light through them. Yeah, they set up two boards and then they have a board in the middle. And so they point the laser straight through. They're like, if the laser hits all three boards, boards at the same point then the earth is flat but if there's like right. the middle board is kind of up a little then that yeah. means the earth is curved and so the documentary ends with them they're pointing the laser through the through the uh the, the beam or through the board and they don't see it they're like oh we don't see the laser can you lift it up can you hold it up a little he lifts it up above his head and they see it yeah and they're like he lifts the board up above yeah. his head yeah. and then he's able to see it because there's a curvature because, of the earth and then so what ends up they're yeah. going like huh that's interesting. And like, that's how the documentary ends. It's really great. Yeah, it's it's, it's really great. So there seems to be some overlap with Christians, creationists and flat earthers, as we said, according to polling data by the firm Datafolia, 7% of the Brazilian population, which is about 11 million people, believe that the earth is flat. This huge number has been attributed to a resurgence of the evangelical Christian church. Crazy. And again, it's in, in this National Geographic thing I watched, it was, it was 80% think the world is a globe in America and 60% of the younger population do. So it's like a large amount of people yeah. question whether or not the earth is a globe. It's scary. Christians who take the Bible literally ha- uh, believe the world was created by God in seven days. Creationism is the belief that the universe and all living organisms originated from God rather than evolution. They think humans were created within the last 10,000 years. They don't believe in dinosaurs. Bone, <laughs> yeah. The bones are all fake. The, like it's all staged. They yeah. are made up to perpetuate the 6 billion year old earth. Creationism sort of set the groundwork for flat earthers. It fits perfectly into their worldview. Creationists also um, distrust scientists, mm-hmm. which is also goes back. Like, I think a lot of these creationists you were saying, Melissa, when you're looking at their pages, like they don't wear like and during this quarantine Corona thing, they're they're like masks don't help. Yeah, we're not going to wear masks. Uh, so, I mean, this is this is not only like a differing belief system it can be it can be dangerous Mm -hmm. both believe the mainstream scientific community is opposed to their ideas both believe themselves to be unfairly labeled as pseudoscientists both believe they are fighting an uphill battle against ideological assumptions disguised as objective science both deny numerous branches of science maintain their beliefs but again that being said web crawlers is a is a 
no drama, no drama stress free zone. <laughs> so uh, we we don't bully and we don't antagonize. We we like to hear all belief systems, um, but then give our more uh, give our in, informed uh, opinion that we think is more productive and positive for uh, the world. Nicely said. Thanks. So uh, I just I uh, I spitballed for a minute and went off the cuff. There's also some celebs who believe the world is flat. B.O.B. released a track called Flatline and tweeted, no matter how high in elevation you are, the horizon is always eye level. Sorry, cadets. I don't want to believe it either. He started a GoFundMe campaign in 2017 to raise money to launch a satellite. And then he didn't make any money. That sucks. Um, it's, it's like our Patreon, uh, NBA player Kyrie Irving said in an interview, can you openly admit that, you know, the earth is constitutionally round? Like, you know, that for sure. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This was the whole thing in the NBA, like a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah. Um, also I guess Tila Tequila was a flat earther. I think she is deceased now. She deceased. She died? Didn't she die? No. Um, I'm pretty sure she died. No, she's alive. No, she's alive. Oh, my God. Why did I, I swear to God I was convinced she was dead? D- she didn't die from a drug overdose? Wait, I feel like I heard that, too. D- I, this is a Mandela effect thing. Didn't That's she have weird. a kid? She had a kid and she died of a drug overdose. And she let in the th- no. this is insane. She gave birth to her second child named Annabelle. Oh. Oh. Didn't the Annabelle doll, wasn't there a hoax like this past week that the Annabelle doll escaped or something? I read that. And apparently like every few years, like someone starts the rumor that the Annabelle doll escaped. (laughs) Oh, she went. Oh, yeah. In 2012, she checked into rehab after almost dying from an attempted suicide by overdosing on pills. She had a brain aneurysm. Okay. Yeah, I remember her. I remember it as her dying, but I guess uh, not. Another thing that I saw on the dock was they're like, the world can't be a globe because planes can't fly upside down. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. So there's yeah. a lot of flat earth influencers and YouTubers. And YouTube is a huge reason for why this flat earth thing is like revived lately yeah i mean this is youtube is the reason for all conspiracy theories on why they grow so quickly mark he posts like every day he puts up a video are you serious yes i wonder how much bank he makes off because he has like almost a hundred thousand subscribers well yeah he makes money off of ads from youtube which is why i mean a question i want to ask him is like if he decides that the earth is round, like he loses his identity. Like he just goes back to being one of the people who thinks the earth is round. Like he's not going to make money off of his YouTube anymore. You know, this is like his identity. Yeah. Um, and then there's Shelly Lewis, who we found <laughs> while searching for Epstein's alleged girlfriend, Shelly Ann Lewis. Yeah, there's there's a Shelly Lewis who's a flat earther. Yeah. What a cursed name. Wait, but also, isn't, sorry, isn't Shelly Lewis also the name of the woman who created Lamb Chop? Lamb Chop. Oh, Sherry Lewis. Yeah, Sherry. Ah, oh, fuck. But the Shelly Lewis woman, she was also in a video at Gelson's where she refused to wear a mask. Like, she was a Karen on the internet a couple months ago. Stop it, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's play it. Let's play another. Uh, let's play another song real quick. Oh, so we found some flat earth raps that are uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. That first one was too vulgar for me. Is there another yeah. one? Yes, we have. This is from Odd TV. It's called Cartoon Ball. Gang evolution and there's gravity. I tell the truth and then these motherfuckers laugh at me. Telling me the earth is photoshopped because it has to be. Most people accept the deception happily. But what they're doing to us all is a tragedy. God created the heavens and the earth in a verse, but we're living in a They say we're monkeys on a ball flying through outer space. But there's no proof. It seems to have vanished without a trace. NASA and other agencies falling down from grace. You can take that bullshit pseudoscience and get out my face. I'm the antisocial type. You're a government prototype. That's why you make it a point to tell me that I'm crazy every time you're angry because you know I'm right. Pretty good. 
Wow. I got one more. Here's one from CMAS. It's called Plain Sight. I've been watching lots of videos, videos, listening to lots of music, B.O.B. I got one question I got to ask you, brain cell. Where's the curvature? curvature? (laughs) Right here, bitch. good i know like i'm not on board with flat earth but like i am on board with their music there's no doubt about that um one thing that's also crazy is they say in the docs like and this makes sense like a flat earther cannot date someone who believes the earth is round like it just it it doesn't work it won't work so they have um flat earth dating sites so there's flatearthsingles.com which is apparently no longer working and then there's Flat Earth Match, which is a private Facebook group, which Melissa could not infiltrate. Yeah, it's private. There's she wasn't hot enough. There's no. 2,700 <laughs> members, and it's ran by a guy named John Perry. Um, however, yeah. it's it's not that great. So it says um, uh, this is a Flat Earth group primarily for dating. Yes, we believe the Earth is flat. This group is also not a debate group. There are plenty of great debate groups out there this one's just for being horny it doesn't say that i just summarized (laughs) but then there's this controversial statement that says although this group is bible-based and do not promote homosexuality we do not forbid it either as a community we are to show forth love and welcome all flat earthers so i guess that's not as controversial as i thought it was at first but so they they accept homosexuality but they don't promote it so uh our guest today is mark Sargent. he has about a hundred thousand followers on youtube he is kind of uh the star of the flat earth documentary on netflix and he is king of uh the flat earth movement um he did not start it but he kind of popularized it with his videos and um so we're very lucky to have him talk to us today about just like what's the deal (laughs) what's the vibe on flat earth what's the deal what's the deal with flat earth i'm like i'm nervous are you guys nervous yeah, anything could happen. Oh, he's in the waiting room. <sighs> oh my god, I have. I'm like nervous. Are you guys nervous? I'm gonna put on my sweater. <laughs> to hear Mark's interview, listen to part two of our Flat Earth episode. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe 
ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.